0: yes we are the creation we are the creators we accept our fate we create our destiny it's crystal clear the host of more mortalons. what's more morgulons More Morgulons is a podcast that I started back in August of 2020 when I got this fucked up, crazy-ass, unbelievable, bizarre, contested illness called Morgulons, Morgellons, Morgellons, fiber disease, nano-cancer, and a mind fuck so hardcore that my brain just got pregnant, y'all. This conception was not immaculate, but I am about to give birth to a bunch of ideas and share some more true stories of Morgies. It's gonna be a great episode. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Keep staying tuned. We're not done with the intro. We're still going. I wanna put a shout out out there to anyone and everyone who has been medically gaslit by a provider, a healthcare provider, medically gaslit by a provider, and has it on tape or video. Send me that shit, y'all. Medical gaslighting is malpractice and negligence. It must be exposed. so just putting it out there. I'll probably get sued by the end of all this, but hey, I'm almost out of money, so good luck with that. <laughs> if that's how much it costs to tell the damn truth these days, I'm willing to pay the price. Good luck getting it. What you gonna do? Throw me in prison? Y'all ain't got a 401k. I need a retirement plan anyway, three hots of pot and free health care. Just saying. But seriously, more Morganines is not responsible in any way, shape or form for the views expressed on more Morganons. All right, thanks for listening stay tuned. All right, pity party people. I was at y'all's party this morning. Yeah, I was. I'm glad that I got my shit together and reached out to some people, got some support, gave some support. Then I had a great interview. Killed it. I'm on a streak, y'all. And when I'm streaking, that might not be appropriate for younger audiences because they might get jealous. Okay. Um, I want to talk about a couple of uh, practitioners, providers out there in the world, in the United States, claiming to be Morgulon's experts. One of them you might be familiar with, Steven Feldman from the movie, uh, what's it called again, Skin Deep or something? Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you morgue you know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you're not a Mori, why are you here? Um, welcome, welcome to our misery and nightmare. Um, no, it's, it's also our community. So yeah, all are welcome here. But being gaslit at the doctor's office is not just for people with morgellons. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who have experienced that. Well, especially if they're a woman, <laughs> um, especially if they are not white, especially if, um, you know, all those fun things that make us who we are. But the damage that medical gaslighting can cause to one's psyche and spirit is really profound. Go back a few episodes and listen to the medical gaslighting episode, the second segment where I lose my ever-loving shit in my car on the way home from a doctor's appointment in 2020. Y'all, I'm a strong person. I'm a winner, I'm a warrior, and I'm a force to be reckoned with just like you. But medical gaslighting... It tore me down. It really made me feel bad. It really made me feel alone, desperate, hopeless, infuriated. There was a lot of infuriating going on. There still is. Though I'm always working on forgiveness. One of our friends that you may have met on an episode, yet another nurse with morgulons, is the beautiful, lovely Hannah, my home gal from South Kakalaki. A family nurse practitioner, business owner, freshly minted mortgage. Hannah has graciously shared with us a little clip from her recent doctor's appointment. A little follow-up update from Hannah's episode about what happened when she went to the practice of Steve Feldman, Dr. Stephen Feldman, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Jaboni Maroney or something? Wait, hang on, hang on. Doctor Joseph Gerizo.
1: That's how life becomes.
2: Do you see this often?
1: Like wherever someone doesn't exactly know what's causing these bombs?
2: Mm, more so with the ones that they think they know what it is, but yeah. they don't like those. They for
1: for Mogellans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I think it's a it's a very controversial disease. You know, as far as what you have here, like I think it is a broad differential, right? Like, I, I mean, this is a papule here. To me, it looks like a primary lesion. And as far as like, morgellons, like actually one of our professors was in a, a video on it. Have you watched the video on Amazon Prime?
2: Yeah, but his is not right on that. Yeah? I have, um... Wait, uh,
1: who, whose theory? Feldman. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: So, his theory was we self-inflate, right? We <laughs> open the wound. Yeah, yeah. And then our fibers from our clothes get in it. Right. That makes sense. But, so I can debunk that with, right. they'll swell up like this in the bathtub, right? Yeah. You can see the fibers underneath it without it being open. And oh, then, so you see fibers? Oh, my, I had, had my boyfriend uh, who thought it was okay. crazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what do you see? See, you know, I
1: didn't even know you thought. it was Oh, browns. I see them. Oh, No, um, I can see them before they erupt. I thought somebody thought, thought oh. it was that. Cause like, I, I, I see, see what you're saying.
2: Before they even rub like my boyfriend yeah, can yeah. see them under my skin. And so then when they pop open, you can really see. Yeah, it. Yeah. That's why I didn't know if you could
1: see if there was fibers on that one. That's why. I, like, I, I wish you would have told me. I didn't see anything, but I'll look at the other ones know gladly. Fibers, like, I'm, I'm check not, me out. I fibers I'm. i not. don't really. And, oh, I'm sorry, man. A little bit of this got on your black jacket. Oh, I don't,
2: I don't know. care.
1: Um, yeah. So as far as like, you know, this one's like nondescript, right? Like, Morgellons doesn't have like a, unfortunately, like, a pathognomonic like description of like that's. You know what I mean? Like, it's like there's not like a lesion that's like, oh, that's Morgellons. I'm gonna need a biopsy that. Like, you know, this could be like a fungal folliculitis or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what it's like, gonna show on I, path,
2: you know? My panel came back um, reactive. Reactive, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's on see. two bands, um, Dr. Drizzard and not or the yeah. correlation because he's just so headstrong strong on that one medication that I feel like he's trying to bribe me with, but that is so strange, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I still understand that whole so I it's mean, it's I it's think- formication. So the false feeling of ants on my body is what he's saying
1: I have. Do you get that feeling? Or no, I, I have... Like, you, like these aren't... I like mean, you know it started mean. with
2: crawling, and yeah, i treated myself for what I thought was skates yeah. and lice, uh-huh. and I do get crawling sometimes. But it's not
1: like a primary issue to you?
2: My skin breaks out of nowhere. Yeah, like yeah. Get, I feel like a stab, and I'm like, again. Right. It well. doesn't itch. Not once I didn't have ever itch.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, a
2: toddler. She's three. She's she has symptoms now, and I'm like, oh my god, I've got to crack this case before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know, times of the essence with anything, like, whoa, well, yeah. there with eye it's Like, hurry, go ahead and get on it, like, before. I mean,
1: I'm willing to have the pathologist look for anything you want. So, I mean, if you I'll did, pay you want to? i with
2: cash if you can buy I'm mean, just like, whatever you can biopsy, buy. Yeah. Can,
1: um, I will mention that. I mean, so because I, I don't. And I'm know. sure he's not
2: going to see me which is fine. No. Like, I will go. I've got some other doctors I'm talking to since I made the appointment here because I freaked out. But yeah, no, it's okay. But I met some cool functional doctors who are MDs uh, doing medicine in the hospital and have their own functional practice. So they've been really helpful. Good, good. Yeah, I mean, but it's a controversial appointment. But yeah, I told him I wasn't hopeful.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a controversial diagnosis it, that that much is certain you know.
2: I don't, I don't understand why Dr. Drizzo is wanting to like bribe me into taking that antipsychotic for a moment just so, yeah. so he can get my attention.
1: I think it's complex because even if you watch in that video there's one nurse practitioner who's, in, who's mm-hmm. featured a lot um, like she will even say that some of the people in that conference for example did have Um, a primary psychiatric disorder, and the others didn't. Yeah, we got your new tweakers. Exactly. Like, that will happen, and that will unfortunately make others, you know, it drowns out the others who might have a primary, like primary, like you're talking about with, like, the um, borrelial stuff.
0: All right, let's touch back down to reality, because I was getting lost in that room. Were y'all getting lost? I was also getting emotional, just being honest. All right. Back to reality, a disease is a condition of a living animal or plant body or one of its parts that impairs normal functioning and is typically manifested by distinguishing signs and symptoms. The difference between signs and symptoms is this. Signs are, th- are things that other people can see with their eyes. I can see the signs. That's a bruise. I can see the signs. That's a wound. Symptoms. They're only visible to the patient reporting them or the person reporting them. Pain. I can't tell if your pain is really at a nine. I have to take your word for it. Headache. Formication. Oh, formication. That was the doctor's diagnosis in Hannah's paperwork. Formication is not a medical diagnosis. It is a subjective symptom that only the patient can report and that Hannah did not report. As hannah says speaking with this resident for you are hearing the voice not of the doctor because he, i can't speak for hannah but threw her off and she was not able to record that particular interaction unfortunately but she's speaking now in this interaction with the resident who was taking the biopsy that she had to insist upon but yeah in the doctor's notes the one that is not heard on these recordings He ends up ultimately writing his diagnosis for Hannah as formication. Formication, the sensation of creepy crawly feeling on or under the skin. That's not what Hannah reported. She didn't say she thought she had bugs crawling under her skin. She doesn't even itch. What is going on? That makes no sense. That would be like if I came into the ER with a broken arm and... The doctor refused to take any x-rays and just diagnosed me with, I don't know, excessive thirst. Just, I mean, pulling shit out of thin air. Why not? Unbelievable. Arrogance. I believe it. I've been there. I haven't been to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, to Stephen Feldman and Dr. Joe Grizzo's office. I don't know. But this resident is trying to do his best and we're all just people after all but he don't know what the fuck he's talking about he's like there's no typical regions there's nothing that's pathognomonic in morgellons disease and if you don't know what that word means it's a pathognomonic sign is it's a characteristic sign remember signs were things that you could see with your eyes objective signs so it was the characteristic sign of a particular disease um, as it just so happens, there is an extremely distinguishing and characteristic sign. Morgulons. Sometimes they glitter. Sometimes they sparkle. Sometimes they're cold black. Sometimes they're red strings, blue strings, white strings, black specks that are actually tangled up little black strings. Possibly red. Uh, the pathogen and a sign of this condition, disease, is obviously morgulons. The morgulons, the fucking materials embedded in intact Intact and broken skin. He claims that there are no typical lesions characteristic of morgulons. Let's talk about lesions, as we did recently on an episode called Synthetic Skin. Here's some characteristics of Morgie's lesions. They typically erupt spontaneously, and they often start in an annular, which means circular, shape. And then as the eruption progresses, can elongate and form linear and or serpiginous. Lesions, linear, like a line, serpiginous, like a snake, curvy, wavy, ziggy-zaggy. They are atrophic, with a raised rim. Atrophic means like sunken in. The skin surface is atrophying, breaking down. They might be up to a millimeter in depth, these, some of these wounds, especially if you've been picking them, put the tweezers down. And some, at times, of these lesions have hard, crusty surfaces almost like white plaques, <clears throat> flaky surface, they never form scabs, normal granulation tissues, minor inflammation, clear or semi drainage. Sanguinous means blood, so semi-sanguinous means like like watery blood. Um, no pureal drainage, pus, or overwhelming odor. purial like stanky, like nasty, like green, like yellow, like that means it's a pathogen, like bacteria or something or fungi. That's the kind of stuff you see in some secondary symptoms of a bacterial skin infection. I don't know if anybody's ever had cellulitis. It gets nasty. It stinks. It's not morgolons, Not typically. Sorry if that doesn't apply to you. I can't wait to get the stinky morgolons, if that is going to be coming up sometime in the next uh, 20,000 decades. They're chronic and recurring in nature and slow or sometimes no healing. So that's the characteristic lesions as far as I know. Of this disease, I gotta ask Hannah if he had a dermatoscope in his hand. I bet he didn't. All right, and let's just let's just put this out here because I, I cannot resist. Um, the construct of a medical condition called delusional disorder has no scientific proof that it exists. You cannot prove it. You cannot establish it using the scientific method. They will tell you. That, yes, you can. It's based on clinical observations, empirical evidence, and theoretical, uh, models. It's not true. Clinical observations of what? There are no signs to observe. What, what symptoms are you assessing when you diagnose someone one with a delusional disorder? Is the symptom you not believing or knowing about that which I am telling you? Sounds like it. And i will say, no, it's your behavior, your speech, your affect, your cognition. Okay, <clears throat> that has nothing to do if it's just delusional those things that they would assess the only one that you could really in any way like using a validated tool assess would be like cognition you could do a mental status exam um the other things are just subjective opinions your interpretation of that person their affect that means their mood how the fuck do you know their mood they have to tell you that their speech okay you can observe that are they talking a lot are they talking slowly are they getting really fucking mad about being gaslighted behavior Okay, what does that have? That's not a scientific thing. These are all subjective opinions, okay, with a few minor exceptions. Again, cognition, not typically inherently affected with a delusional disorder. And so what are they really looking at? The symptoms, which are subjective reports from the patient that cannot be validated. And if you push a psychiatrist on this issue about the scientific basis, evidence basis for this, They'll probably eventually say, it's not an exact science. Hey, guess what? If it's not an exact science, it's not science. That's a little too generous. You could never scientifically prove a delusional disorder existed. Not really. You could scientifically falsify it by showing that there was something there. But I don't know how you're going to do that if you don't even fucking look at the skin. And especially if you don't have any test. For a new pathogen, when COVID came out, did we have COVID tests? No! It was a new fucking pathogen. This shit happened, y'all. Lyme disease, AIDS, morgulons. And one more time, let's revisit the kind of care, the clinical reasoning and uh, rationale of this guy's suggested, quote, diagnosis and treatment plan. So he diagnoses her with a tactile hallucination, I guess you could call formication, And then he prescribes her an antipsychotic. Okay, first of all, let's talk a little bit more about formication, quote unquote. So formication can be a side effect of central nervous system stimulants, antidepressants, anticonvulsants, hypnotics, medications that affect your hormones, and guess what else? Antipsychotics, that's right. So you've got formication that I say you have and that you say you don't have, so it's just my word against yours. I haven't done any sort of testing to even rule out some of the other causes that have been linked to formication, which could be nutritional deficiencies, a niacin or vitamin B3 deficiency, vitamin B12 deficiency, folate or vitamin B9 deficiency. Uh, Other things like cerebrovascular and central nervous system conditions, MS, dementia, head injury, multiple system atrophy, neurosyphilis, meningitis, encephalitis. I mean, you might want to also rule out the possibility of real insects on or under your skin, mites, scabies. I mean, what's we're not even pretending to do medicine here. Did they do a drug test on her to rule out substance-induced psychosis? I mean, they're not even pretending to have to do science in a rational way because they know that they can just get away with this stigmatizing label and their quote-unquote expertise being enough of a grounds to defame and slander and libel someone. It's unacceptable. It has to stop. And to all you doctors and other independent providers out there, or even nurses, anyone claiming to be a healer and a helper of people in their darkest hours, if you do this shit to us, you might be featured on more morgulons. Welcome to the show, Dr. Joe Caroni. Sorry, no, it's his resident. It's his resident. Apparently, Dr. Joe Caroni was such a freaking unhelpful person that it was too upsetting to even record that shit you're just gonna have to take my hearsay for it or don't take it i don't care go spend your money but if you really want to support something with your money that makes you feel better y'all you know you can like do something about that i don't know how somebody did it it was really sweet and i love her for it um but yeah this show is free it'll always be free but i will never turn down money The best scenario, though, is you keeping your money and getting rid of morgulons or getting better at living with morgulons. Okay. Love you guys. Let's see what else these yo-yos have to say. And let's be there for Hannah in that lonely, lonely space that she was living in that afternoon. (sighs) Love and support, girl.
1: Others. You know, it drowns out the others who might have a primary, like primary, like you're right. talking about with like the um, borrelial stuff, which I thought was a pretty interesting
2: thing. I think and using more research. I have also not it because I've done so much yeah. research and I've only had it for a month and a half. Yeah. Oh, this is that new. Yes. And I have, I'm up till 3 a.m. trying to figure it out. Yeah. But everybody I have asked who has symptoms of it has the MTHFR gene mutation. Just on the one out there. It's going mm-hmm. to be down right old because I just think it's interesting. And really? I think my daughter, she looks, she's my, she's a speaking image of me. see, her daddy, which is, who's my boyfriend, We all live together, he doesn't have symptoms. So I'm like, mm. Okay. But both of our skin, we're both affected. Wow. Even though she doesn't know what's going on. She thinks the mosquito is biting her. Okay, really, and yeah. And she's got what looks like the black freckles that I tried to pick off that erupted in my whole skin. Okay. So I just haven't touched her, but um, she still has the black freckles, like the spots on her body. Yeah.
1: I hope you get an answer because I I
2: think that it's unresolved. Oh, I'm not going to stop until I get an answer. It's either that or I'm going to just. Because it is not. It's unbearable. Yeah. Like mentally.
1: It's, what bothers you the most about the appearance? The them? No, yeah, no, or, or just it's, not knowing?
2: It's, no, it's like saying under a microscope, what it's fucking with you. Oh, and I see. Yeah, Did yeah. No one believed in you. And like, my mom was for the longest time, and then my boyfriend didn't. Yeah, so yeah. He, yeah. he um, saw the fibers before the sore erupted. Okay. And then he was like, all right, got to go see somebody. I was like,
1: all right. Interesting. You see the side, sorry. I said, you see fibers before, mm-hmm. and then you get an erythematous apple like this one that's right here.
2: So, what caused okay, so they hate being occluded, which is interesting. Like, so I went to the hospital okay. because I was like short of breath, I um, yeah, yeah. was throwing up, um, no. brain fog, everything. You're just a normal bed where they had the tater, um, where it was occluded. Well, I took the detox back that night. Well, where it was included with the tegotherm, that floor, like, grew before my eyes in the bathroom. Really? And I ran downstairs. I was like, look, look at this. And then I said, that's when I said, send me what you see. And he was like, there's, like, hairs underneath, like. Okay. Underneath. And I took a picture of it. Yeah. And it had, like, a V-shape, too. Like, it's weird. Um, and I was like, well, let me get a picture of the microscope before he rubs. So no one ever so they'll see what I'm talking about. And then when I put the pressure in the microscope, it opened up. I was like, mm. and then it, I um, see these ones here too.
1: Yeah.
2: Well
1: we'll see what this okay, shows. Yeah, you see these dark
2: yeah. spots? Those are those are been gotten there since this month. Those are not like the darker two. Darker skin. They're causing hyperpigmentation. Not my the, face was flawless. My yeah. Feels, was back, so to really. I'm so yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And I see why you are annoyed by that,
1: especially with having to run your practice, too. Yeah. Well, I will rush this to the pathologist. It's not going to happen. Today is Tuesday? Uh, sorry, I'm back from vacation, yeah, like I Tuesday, said. yeah. So I'm, like, partially, like, still on vacation brain. But mm-hmm. that means that uh, I did have yesterday off, too, which makes it even more confusing. Um, mm-hmm they will have an answer maybe by Thursday, Friday.
2: Okay.
1: Um, and that will, I don't know if you're on the- What order
2: do they check? Like, do they look at when they do
1: that? So the, the primary thing they first do is like an H&E, yeah. like the hematoxin, and that's when they look for like what the overall histologic pattern is mm-hmm. of like the rash um, or the infiltrate, the tumor, whatever it might be. Um, if there's things like, for example, like, oh, this looks like there's periparatesis or like, you know, in the, in the top of it, like that suggests like an infection or anything like that. Then they might add on like you know a PAS like for fungus or like a Gram stain for bacteria and things like that. Um, you know if they see things that are suggestive of like an infection like that, um, then they might add on very specific
2: ones. You know going down that route. And like, so I went to the hospital okay. because I was like short of breath, I was throwing up, brain fog, everything. You're just a normal thing. Where they had the um where it was occluded. Well I took the peacock's bath that night. Well where it was occluded with the takidorm that store like grew before my eyes in the bathroom Really? And huh. I ran downstairs, I was like, Look, look at this and then I said that's when I said, tell me what you see. And he was like, There's like hairs underneath, like Okay. Underneath and I took a picture of her, yeah. and it had like a V shape too, like it's weird. Um and I was like, well, let me get a picture of my trip before he erupts. So no one, ever so they'll see what I'm talking about. And then when I put the pressure in the microscope, it opened up. I was like, what oh, hmm. And then it I
1: opened. see these ones here
2: too.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see what this okay. shows. You see
2: these dark yeah. spots? Yeah. Those are those are been gotten there since this month. Those are not like the darker. Two or darker skin. They're causing hyperpigmentation. Not My the, face was flawless. My yeah. Really.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, and I see why you are annoyed by that, especially with having run your practice too. Yeah. Well, I will rush this to the pathologist. It's not going to happen. Today is Tuesday. Uh, sorry, I'm back from vacation, yeah, like I said. Tuesday, yeah. So I'm like partially like still on vacation brain, but okay. that means that uh, I did have yesterday off too, which makes it even more confusing. Um, they will have an answer maybe by Thursday, Friday. Okay. Um, and that will. I don't know if you're on the.
2: What do they check? Like, do they look at when they do
1: that? So the the primary stain they first do is like an H and E, like the hematoxylin, and that's when they look for like what the overall histologic pattern is mm-hmm. of like the rash, um, or the infiltrate, the tumor, whatever it might be. Um, if there's things like, for example, like oh, this looks like there's paraparatosis or like you know, in the in the top of it, like that suggests like an infection or anything like that, then they might add on like you know a PAS like for fungus or like. Gram stain for bacteria and things like that. Um, you know, if they see things that are suggestive of like an infection like that, um, then they might add very specific ones. You know, going down that route, um, it's hard to predict. Um, I'm just
2: I, wondering if they actually saw fibers, are they automatically going to check those fibers or so?
1: Were they, they are they, they just going
2: to like automatically assume there that will
1: exist a tissue block? Um, the fibers would, would be, you know. As far as like fibers that you can see, um, like it would look pretty macroscopically big under the microscope, right? If, if you can see it with your eye, like it wouldn't be anything that, um, I don't, I don't know if they'd be able to stain that a particular fiber like that.
2: Now, um, the only time I was able to see it was the one that was there, um, and I don't know if it's because it was bulging, but yeah, every other time with the mic, the only way I was able to see was a microscope.
1: Yeah, I'll see what they say, and mention that, you know, if. It's your, you know, it's your tissue block. Like, at the end of the day, I can't force a pathologist to order a panel or something like that. You know, it's uh, it's kind of beyond my scope. I can I can
2: advocate for you and say like the patient is concerned about this. You know what I mean? And, and, and say no, that. No, no, and viruses. you can always ask for like a, sorry. Tell them I don't have a hair chest. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. This <laughs> is I mean. not.
1: And like they can always. I mean, you can always request a second opinion from another pathologist. Okay. And that Kind of stuff if you want to go down that route too. Okay. Yeah. But. So, you know, I don't, I don't know, research, know how much, so I don't know how much, is,
2: for me to go. I'm just trying to do the most research, the fastest I can. Well, I don't know
1: how much that would yield having someone else read it, um, to be honest. I mean, I think we should just first see what the shows, so um, I think that's probably the best option okay. first. So I will, this will pop up, either we'll call you or we'll publish it to your account, okay, again, my health.
2: What is it called?
1: My weight help. No. Oh, okay. You don't have to be. I can It's know. just helpful. You can sign up on your way out if you want. Okay. I'll do that. Um, and that way it comes to you automatically. The result. Okay. okay. All right. Well, it was nice meeting you. Nice. I hope you get better and nice find some up. answers. Yeah. No problem. Have a safe drive back. Thanks. I appreciate it Of course. Yeah. Sorry for the weight again. Okay. I All right.
0: All right. I could say more. Um, I do want to just make one last comment. I love how at the beginning of this exchange that we just shared and listened to, he's like, oh, oh, I didn't know that you thought you had Morgulons. Yeah, bro. That's why I drove from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to Winston-Salem, North Carolina to see y'all because on your website, it claims that you guys know about Morgulons, but based upon this audio, I'm going to guess that they don't know shit about Morgulons, but we do. And we're going to keep telling our stories. And we're going to keep advocating for ourselves. And we're going to keep exposing medical providers who gaslight patients. And who do it so arrogantly that they don't even pretend to have to have any evidence to defame, slander, and libel you. Be on the lookout, providers. And if this resident ever hears this, I hope you learned something today at work During your residency, your training period. Chiefly, that you don't know everything. But I kind of doubt it. (laughs) All right. Hang in there, guys. Hang in there. We are strong. We are united. We are connected. If you're not connected, reach out. Leave me a message. Click the link in the description of the show. Send me an email moremorgalines at gmail.com. Stay strong. Stay
2: tuned.